Let's go, Big Daddy. Saturday night party, y'all. Yo, what up, man? <laughs> Martiana was good. Huh? Jake, please. That's what's up. Saturday night party. Yo, we about to get it popping all hours of the night, homie. We gon' keep it rockin' with my boy Big Daddy. Man, to keep the hits dropping. About to take the city over. Ain't nobody gon' stop You wanna party, homie? Yeah, that's great. Man, go that way to Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe where everybody here is VIP. We know who you are with no problems. We don't need ID. The best part is you ain't gotta wait. Just pull up a bar stool and chill. Let them buy you a drink. It's not crowded like a lot of you think. It's kind of unique cause you at home but you party with me. Yo, Marty, man, I need some help. I got a lady over here and yo, she got a couple friends you should meet yourself. They say they like them bald and sexy, all they need to melt. We both have no hair, dog, I need your help. We party every week and you know it goes down and you know it's on now when you hear me speak. Cause Jake beats it's a life for the party, but a party ain't a party till you party with Marty. Now break it down, now break it down, now break it down, now break it down. It's Saturday night, now break it down, now break it down, now break it down. It's Saturday night, now break it down. Now break it down, now break it down. It's Saturday night. Now break it down, now break it down, now break it down. It's Saturday night. It's Saturday night. Welcome to the GLC All Star Cafe Saturday night party. Bill Pender in the house, Joe Alvello in the house, down in Florida. Costume party night! Oh, I don't know about you guys, but I tell you what, today was the first, am I the only person, well if I know Bender, I know he did it, is today, am I the only person that turned on the air conditioning today for the first time? That's a definite no. I've had mine on all winter. Yeah, well, you live in Florida. You don't count, you son of a bitch. <laughs> How you doing, Joe? What the hell is that? Yeah, who's your kid? Unicorn, unicorn that's, man. What is that? That's, that's my unicorn horn to follow <laughs> up with the conversation we had last week. But um, I had to make a couple of quick adjustments because it didn't look so good about five minutes ago. Luckily, my partner... And his mother and a girlfriend who stopped over quickly. Girlfriend? This white, well, female friend. They uh, oh. wrapped the cone um, in fabric because it <clears throat> was just a white pointy thing earlier. Oh. oh, and that bothered you, huh? <laughs> is, you, is, is, is my audio and video, is it breaking up? Is it because it... It's like I don't have a stable connection. Yeah, it's like a, it's not even popping over to you when you're talking. I noticed a few minutes ago it was getting stuck. Yeah, okay. Normally well, it's joke. I, I should turn everything else up. Yeah, now it's doing it. Yeah. Oh, it looks good. Your lake house looks fantastic. You must be, must be nice being rich, huh? Well, you can hear me when I talk, right? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. Yeah, I can, I I can see you. I can see you as well, yeah. no problem. Now, do you have, uh, is Lil, like, uh, doing any uploading or anything right now? Yeah, 
Yeah. She is? She's watching the phone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she, I tell her to get off. Well, yeah, that's your thing. Tell her you're a star and you need to be on the radio for an hour, you know. That kind of thing. Yeah, we'll talk to Joe for a minute. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. was just going to ask. I was just going to ask what what kind of outfit that was with that hat. Is that Indiana Jones or what it is? No, that's Mr. What? That's a rich, staunch Republican type of uh, look right there. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, just a minute. That's that's the costume look of success. You know what I'm saying? When you've uh, made when you've made it in life, and and life is good. You ain't got to worry about anything. So that's that's the look of success right now going on, you know. What have you been do what you been doing all week, Joe? Jeez, what haven't I been doing? Cooking <coughs> a lot, cooking a lot and growing a lot of food and I thought you were going to uh, say something else. <laughs> growing uh, a lot of weed. <laughs> no, good lord no. No, that's that's not my thing. I don't frown upon it. I don't judge. Um, that's for sure. I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. I can't confirm or deny any of that. But uh just working a lot out in the yard, and just today it started getting pretty na- uh, nasty down here. The weather, so it's good. Been, I guess it's you and your sunny a, Florida crap. It's a little bit of something that's going to swoop up past you guys. That it's the first depression um, that came out of Southern Florida and was spinning off our off our coast for the last uh, day and a half, and oh. it's coming up the East Coast. And from what I understand, it's going to be heading out into the Atlantic. But you're going to probably feel some of the effects. Uh, it's TD depression number one. It's the very first tropical depression that's formed. Uh, it's a little bit ahead of schedule this year. Well, so, why you know, is it? Why is it Florida get? I'm not a geological person, so why is it that Florida get all these uh, hurricanes? Like I know uh, uh, the, the what do they call it? Something alley down there in uh, Missouri and all like that. They get a lot of tornadoes, but you guys get a lot of the uh, hurricanes and stuff. Why is that? Is it a geographical kind of thing or what? I really don't know the answer to that, but I can make a, a calculated guess. Uh, the water is really warm off of the southern tip of Florida, and some of the waters are shallow. Uh, so as the storms come across, they run into the moisture from the Atlantic Ocean, and it creates a disturbance. But they also spin off of Cape Verdes, off of the um, western side of Africa, is where they usually start and come across. Oh, yeah, blame it on Africa. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> Bender, how you doing now? You good? Well, I don't know. I what I'm yes. looking at now. Is, now, oh, no, that, now it's fantastic. Now it's fantastic. Whatever she was doing, I'm still getting a frozen screen on my side. What I'm looking at on my big screen is like a frozen screen. Well, right now you're I'm looking good. Shy. You're you're looking good to me. So. Uh, and and to the okay, audience, good. and that's what uh, just what, uh, just a, a program you know. Right now, we had Chuck Aletti had some type of uh, family situation. We'll just call it that, and uh, won't be here tonight. And Carlita, uh, just like what I thought, she opened up again yesterday. The barbershops and salons were supposed to open back up yesterday, and so she's been slammed ever since. And I knew it when a woman says. I'm going to try my best. First, she says she was going to come here, Bill, for the first time since we've been quarantined. She said, I'm going to come here. This now, that was what we were saying, and I was worried about that, dude. I, I, my, I, I told my wife, and I said, I was really concerned when you told me that because that's not going along with what the germ, you know, 
protocol is. Right. Who does, who does, who does she, she see? Who's she exposed to? And then she's coming over to your apartment? Right. Well, she, no. she actually came over on after the show Wednesday and brought me food that Billy Morris, remember we had Billy Morris on it, he gave her some wings and, and, a, and a piece of smoking sausage. So she dropped by just to give me that. Now she came in, she had a mask on. I gave her her Cavaliers mask. She said, thank you. She said, you know what, I miss being here and I may just come over Saturday night. I said, yeah, listen, if, it's, if I have a choice of the, the video that you had on Wednesday that kept blowing in and noise and on, you know, I said, just come on over. So she said, okay, I'm going to come with me and Francesca's going to come over. So uh, then yesterday she kept texting me and said, oh, my God, I'm slammed. I'm slammed, you know, the work and blah. And then today she said, I'm by myself. The other the other staff has not come back yet. And so I got all this stuff and I got all these bookings. And so I knew when a woman says, I'm going to do my best to try to be on, I knew she wasn't going to be here. I just knew it. And don't complain if you have work. Exactly right. Customers come back. Don't complain about it, please. That's right. I I, I I totally agree. I have no issue, and I and just like I told Chuck, you know, he said I'm I'm a, I, I'm I'm so sorry, and I said Chuck, listen, do your family comes first. If you have a crisis in the family, don't worry about it. We'll handle it. We'll hang out for an hour or so, and just have fun, and and then uh, you and I will talk in a couple of days. I told him so. Uh, he just, he's just got some, you know, something going on with the family. So anyway, he got that. Um, today was absolutely gorgeous for me. I went out and played pickleball for a couple of hours. I went and played from 10 to about 1245. And then, uh, now I still got a little bit of, uh, a Billy Morris's smoking sausage left. And so the one that uh, they delivered to you, we saw the picture was wrapped in foil. And that, like a, a, a big foil penis. Yes. That was, yeah. that was, uh. Billy Morris's nice way of uh, having fun and sending me a, a big old sausage, and he wrapped it like it was a big penis. So that was uh, that was fun too. You play pickleball. I I did yard work, and I am absolutely at sore. Uh, I almost didn't do this. I almost. I know the feeling. I was sleeping. I was sleeping. So was I. But, Lots of lots of uh, grass cutting, uh, yard work outside, and I feel it. I feel every single minute of it. I haven't done that much this spring. It needed to be done. Uh, yard looks great. Joe, Good exercise, but whew. Joe, you said you were doing yard work as well. Absolutely. Um, and the other thing I was thinking about is that. If you think the yard work hurts today, it's going to probably hurt twice as bad tomorrow. Yeah, I, I know the feeling. See, that's the thing with me. with pick, See, pickleball and, t and tennis, pickleball and swimming go hand in hand for me. Swimming gives me the stamina to play the pickleball because pickleball is more hurtful on the body, okay? So I play pickleball be well and longer hours because i swam and the swimming gave me the endurance but now i haven't swam in over two weeks uh, two months so my pickleball time has gone down you know from three to four hours every other day to two hours every three or four days because a number one i'm not swimming and b number two 
I am uh, outdoor. I'm playing outdoors, and outdoors is people who run the streets are nuts, by the way, because that ground, that asphalt, that cement, there is just no give on the body. And my aunt, uh, God bless her, I think she's close to 90 now, but she had hip replacement surgery like two or three times in her lifetime because she was a runner, but she ran in the streets. And so now as she got older, all of that stuff just kind of caught up to her and her joints and, and hips and all this kind of stuff. So I, I know it's nice and the, the, the air and the breeze. I wouldn't run in downtown Cleveland because of the smog. That would, that, to me, that's crazy. But uh, I would run on the treadmill for all these years. You know, but anyway, they're getting so now we get the thing. A couple of things. Number one, uh, Bender, I think I emailed you both, uh, texted you both about the stock, you know, uh, uh, going up. And I'm very excited about that because now that there's now that they're saying basically, I think what they're saying, Bill, is that they're now allowing banks to do business with cannabis. Yeah, but that's if they that's if they uh, uh, pass it. it. It it got passed in the House, but it's dead on arrival in the Senate. So oh, so it's not going to happen. No. Damn it. No. Damn it. Why no, did... it, may be in, it, it may be included in another form of the bill, but the bill as passed that had all that everything in it, uh, it it's not going anywhere. And it was a, and it was narrowly passed anyways. A lot of Democrats have voted against it. It's a waste of money. No, oh, well, didn't waste my money. I did very well on the stock market yesterday. I looked at I went, I went, I looked about two o'clock. I went, oh, what's going on? And then I get the uh, the uh, email from uh, High Times, uh, the magazine, who uh, I guess they're now buying uh, uh, marijuana stores in California, like thirteen of them, and they keep sending me these email blast every day for the last month saying get it now our ipo is going it could be public get it now before it hits the public blah 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 and i was uncomfortable about that i said they're trying too hard for me they're trying too hard that's number one i I, that yes i wouldn't do that i didn't so i talked to my financial advisor uh, bart slack and he said no no no, hold off and you know and like i told you bill and and him i was just I was uncomfortable with giving them my credit card information and my social security number. That just that was just that was a a a business uh, models uh, situation where they wanted to capitalize and figure that there's a couple hundred million pot smokers and maybe if they can get ten or twenty or thirty bucks a piece from all of them, right. Uh, it's kind of like selling one share of stock of the Indians. Or, <laughs> okay. Or the Browns. I mean, hey, you got a piece of paper you can frame, but it's not really worth anything. Right, 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 right. Well, that was the one thing that happened that I was excited about. And But what I'm really excited about is finally I got the uh, the email that said, well, somebody sent me, uh, it was, it was uh, Wilson Warner's wife, Teresa, who said that they're finally going to open back up the pools. And that is my life. So May 26, which I guess is the day after Memorial Day. I was wondering why it was the 26th, but now I know. It's the day after Memorial Day. So I'm going to be the first one there. Now, my ass ain't built, Bill. You why don't, don't they open it tomorrow? Uh, why don't they open it tomorrow? Be, that, they did that, waves. It, that's but, why. That continues to be the argument. It continues to be the uh the uh, government officials 
power, government officials. Yep. Now, now you're getting stuck a little bit, Bill. Usually when you get at the really good part is when you get stuck. That right. are what they're doing. And what they're... What? I said you're, you're getting stuck again, so say it again. No, there's just too many officials that aren't that haven't been elected uh, and telling us and what to do, their power. And at this point, more and more, we're adults. We know what to do. We know if we're in danger of, of dying, if we get this. Um, this is all this is crap. This has gone too far. I'm on the I'm I'm on the side of uh, no. You can't be so safe. And so, now they're saying they're never. It's never going to go away. It's always going to be around. I so can believe we're going to do always. I can I can believe that. But and I know why they're doing what they're doing. They're they're doing it in waves so that they can keep an eye on the numbers. You know, Joe has been uh, Joe Alvello has been big on the numbers about fatalities and how many people caught the coronavirus and that kind of thing. So now that they're doing soft openings, they're doing, you, you notice they're doing them every week. They want to see what the numbers are like. If yeah, all that, yeah, well, that's bullshit. The thing that bothers me about the numbers and Joe, I, I, again, more and more every day, we learn more and we're hearing now from doctors and health professionals that are standing up and saying, this is BS. We're not going to take this crap anymore. The numbers are not correct. I mean, we're we're operating and making public policy based on numbers that are not correct. Numbers such as the difference between how many people died of the COVID-19 virus and how many people died with it, but of something else. And we're now, I, I'm seeing anyway that uh, several states are now going back and revising their death numbers and revising their their whole model numbers based upon some more reality. Too many deaths were counted as the COVID deaths when they weren't. They just happened to die and they just happened to test positive. Joe? Okay, actually, I'm happy that you brought that up, Bill. Um, my, my concern is that it's kind of like making a piece of a puzzle fit into something that makes it look better. That's the only way that I can look at it uh, from the perspective of if you want the data to go this direction, you can make it go that direction if that's your end result. If you want it to go this direction, you can make it go that direction. Um, so I agree with you. We know that the numbers clearly are not accurate. I mean, just something as simple as like today's numbers, you know, 346,000 people in New York City have it. 22,304 are dead. And then there's missing data. Missing data, where's the rest? That's a big difference between those two numbers. And part of my concern, though, is that I understand what we're saying in reference to it's important to get back to some sense of normalcy. But by the same token, I'm seeing it in a different light than you guys are up there, even though your numbers are a lot worse than ours in comparison to how many people have it and the deaths according to my most recent numbers from wikipedia about two hours ago for ohio and this is just off of wikipedia as one source um it was 26,954 cases in ohio um and 1,581 deaths 
Now, conversely, we have 44,000 cases and we only have 1,917 deaths. So you guys, if, if those numbers are accurate, even with the um, unclear understanding of the breakdown of it, if we just go with that, that the numbers are in general, um, numbers that are partially correct, then you're close to having more, well, getting really close to having the amount of deaths that we have in Florida, but you have almost half of the actual cases. Right. So my fear, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, basically what I'm concerned with is, I think if, if people just push aside the fact that we've gone through all this and don't wear masks, they don't really care about what's going on and they disregard other people, then that's a problem for yourself and me and, and Marty and a lot of other people who are responsible and cleanly and whatnot. We're going to be, we're going to do the right thing no matter what the numbers say. But I'm concerned about the rest of the people. And a lot of people, unfortunately, from my perspective that I've seen like today, everyone had been wearing masks and now they're getting ready to open on Monday. I know a couple of different businesses that I saw in my, in our neighborhood, they're not supposed to be open. They were open last night because it was a Friday night. Packed, entire parking lots full of people in extremely small spaces. So that's my concern. I'm not saying that it's not good to go back to work. It is. I'm not saying that we need to keep doing this, but I think to just disregard it and just say, forget it. But what's, and, what's, and, okay, let, let me let me let me jump in here. And generally, not to you personally, but generally, right. what is the goal is it zero deaths i no. mean i can die of crap in my house i could die every time i go out on on the, on the highway not lately because i mean you know traffic has been really low but it's what is the goal here and when they say well the goal is to be safe and to protect until we find a virus bullshit or a, a, a vaccine but lately it's like no no we need two vaccines we need three vaccines we need one for children we need one for old people we need four how long is it well it's going to take a year a year and a half two years trump is out there no we're going to have a vaccine by the end of the year oh really who who the hell is going to believe any of all of this who's going to take the vaccines start start figuring that out it's like oh here here's the quick vaccine end of the year you're going to take the shot absolutely not the shot but, Absolutely not. I'm not doing that. No, but, what no, the, but the, I want to get back to, hey, you know, life has got lots of risks, lots of uh, lots of things that will kill you, that could kill you. That Let's get back to that. It's not that bad. I have a better chance of dying from the flu. Yeah, see, Bender, you, you, you're, you're speaking my language because that's kind of like what I was going to say. The bottom line is, in life, People get old, and when they get old, the younger generation, the Generation X people, forget about the old people. I remember when I was young, and I'm in the club, and, and we see the guy that was 40-something with the big gold chain and the heels and everything. We go, what is this old ass doing in here? Okay? Now, I'm that old guy. I don't go to the clubs anymore, but the bottom line is I'm an old guy. I don't care how young I feel, I'm old. It's the hist- it's It's... It's the evolution of life, Joe and Bill. The bottom line is we're going to go. And I think with this particular virus, it was because 
This one was in the media. All the different viruses and germs and stuff that have came along that we don't even know we could have that we were this close to catching and probably dying from. That now all of a sudden, because this one was in the media, that this is the one that everybody is so afraid of. I'm like Bill. We got to get back to running the country. My this bu- is fear. It's yes. fear, and and again, it it is it is the political playbook. Politics is a blood sport, and it is in its seed about getting rid of Donald Trump. Anyway, they have tried everything, and there is a cabal that saw this and promoted it and continues to promote it. Shut it down. It The only thing that was going to beat them, they thought, was the economy. This was the one thing that shut the economy down. Problem is, I do believe that the country is going to rise up and go, okay, we need to come back from this. We need... We need a businessman. We don't need Joe Biden, who is in his basement, can't remember where he was. The, insane. So I think that's 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 what's going on here. Just wait. I, t- I totally agree. And, and my buddy, I was playing pickleball today, and my buddy told me that he waited, he had to wait five-plus hours it looks like Galetti is uh, is getting on real quick. I'll get him in here in a second. I think that's Galetti. Uh, uh, anyway, he said that uh, he had to wait five and a half hours in order to get a haircut. He said he called. He made an appointment. They told him three hours. That was yesterday. And then he said uh, two hours and 45 minutes later, because the barbershop was only about 10, 15 minutes away, he went on up. And they said, oh, it's still going to be two more hours. So he went back to work. And came back again and finally got his hair cut. But he was like you, Bill. He's like, I got to get, you know, all these guys who I played with, so I got to get my hair cut. Carlita, the reason she's not here today is because she's got all this business going on. I understand. And I told her, just like I told Chuck, I said, hey, if you got something going on, you got to do what you got to do. You know? And the same thing with Carlita. If you got something that you got, if you, if you got business going and you got to take care of business, take care of it. Don't worry about it. We'll hold the fort down. We'll, we'll sit here and have some fun real quick. Gladi, is that you over there? Hello. He hasn't connected. Uh, 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 let, me, let, me, let me do this. Uh, let me do this to him. Ear, Gladi, we can't hear you. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. So when we hear you, we'll we'll zoom in on you, Chuck. You know. So so that's the thing, Joe. The numbers are going to say the numbers, and every and every number is going to seem like they're saying that's the issue and people are still dying people are going to die joe no matter what so the and joe and joe your your governor seems to be leading the leading the way in tactics for nursing homes and retirement facilities as far as put the put the resources there put the attention there there's where you got to protect the people and uh it seems to be working from what I'm hearing as, as far as numbers go. That seems to be a good strategy as far you know, compared to New York. Let's send them back to the nursing homes, positive cases. Yeah, um, you actually bring up a good thing. And, and I completely understand the whole value of getting back to work. I want to get back to work, too, just like everybody else does. I like doing what I'm doing. I like being at home. And I, and I like doing this, 
I mean, that's part of the reason why I, I you know, started my own show. But the fact is, is I do have some concerns and I can't just, I can't just instantly discard them. I mean, I really am concerned. I get it that people die. I understand it. I've had a lot of people die in my family personally from accidents and just old age and whatnot. So I get that part. The part, the only part that I'm, it's going to take me a while to wrap my head around it um, is that I mean, it's, it's just, it's a lot of numbers. I mean, it's, it's not just numbers, it's people. But I mean, that's just the way that I am. So I just. Psychologically speaking, the thing that is, is you, when you take the whole of humanity, uh, there are quite a lot of people in humanity that lack, um, lack um, empathy, that lack, and there's a lot of people that have deep empathy and they act and they really feel that empathy physically they they suffer they cry they you know for others situations now that's just part of the population everybody in the population is subject to fear this whole uh, process with the media and with with the virus has just made everybody afraid got that right so afraid and now once the fear starts wearing off because you get a chance to be at home and you're looking out and you're going these rules don't really make sense why why are you going to open it up saturday and you don't open it up today what 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 is going to you know that they don't make sense right so as the fear goes away what's left over is the empathy and that's going to take a while to dissipate because too many people feel bad about it. You they got it. Feel, and I'm not being I'm not being, you know, personal direct, but it's like that that seems to be what rules. I hate to say this, but it's the Democrats. The Democrats operate a lot on feelings. It makes me feel you should feel bad about these people that don't have enough money you should feel bad you you should have empathy we have empathy oh my god everything is about feelings not about facts not about getting things done you should feel my pain right right I feel your pain. Let's go to our uh, Zoom hotline where we got uh, former intern Danielle Clement standing by. Let's see if her audio is working. Danielle, are you there, Donnie? Hello. How are you? I'm doing. Ooh, look at that. Nice and nice and professional. I like that. Oh, this is. Here we go. (laughs) Well, look. I like your lamp. Yeah, your your yeah your Christmas story lamp. This finger, leg lamp, and a Browns helmet. Oh my gosh, I don't even know which way it is. <laughs> that over there, Browns you got helmet. it. <laughs> we got the Ohio sign over my shoulder. We got a little bit of everything. Well, Danielle, this is our Where Are They Now segment. Every Saturday night, we like to check in with some of our former Mike Trevisano show interns. And, of course, way back, Bender, back when we were producing Joel Rose and Merle Paulus, we had interns, Sana, Estefan, Dawn Reed. They'll be coming up in, in uh, future segments. But... Danielle, now when I grab these pictures, because I want to show the people the, the charity work that you did, and uh, when back in when 9-11 happened, yeah. I came up with an idea after 9-11 that we should honor our firemen and first responders. 
And so at the time, we had the dream team of interns. <laughs> at the time, we had Danielle uh, Clement, we had Stephanie French, and we had Allison Pucci, who is now Allison Pucci Shelton, of course, who is uh, married to Derek Shelton, used to be the hitting coach of the uh, Cleveland Indians, now is the skipper for the Pittsburgh Pirates, even though they're not playing yet. So I know he's salivating to get going. And, of course, Stephanie married a, uh, a drummer and uh, a record producer. But anyway, so you guys, so I came up with this idea. We went to all these people that we had. Uh, we went to all the cities that we were living in. I was living in Brecksville at the time. Bender was in Lyndhurst. Uh, Paul was in Garfield Heights. Kim was in Strongsville. And we added, Gar- we added a couple other ones. So we sent Danielle, and Danielle was gracious enough. I'll show you the pictures as I'm talking. Danielle was gracious enough to go out and with Stephanie and with Allison to all the different fire departments. There you see Lynnhurst. And they served our food sponsors to the pe- to the firemen and first responders. And they went to all the different cities, and it was fantastic. We had Mallorca. We had uh, Mr. Chicken. We had uh, Zeppi's Pizzeria, if you guys remember. And there's Danielle. And they had just a fabulous time, Danielle. So we, before we get into what your career paths have taken you since the Mike Trivasano show. We want to personally thank you once again for your efforts in going out and and saying hello. And you guys did. They, these guys had you guys going too. by the way. They had you guys with the hoses. They got you guys coming down the pole. They had, you know, you, you guys were like real firemen in fireman training. And if you look at those dishes, if you know anything. They did a real call. With that, the Cleveland Fire Department, there was like oil or something in Public Square, and um, they literally like took us in the um, the fire truck, like full speed, going through the lights, and we were in our heels and pouring out <laughs> kitty litter. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic, and and those people still talk about you guys, the firemen. My, one of my best friends right now, Danielle, is a. Uh, and excuse my dress, Daniel. It's costume night here on the on the All Star. You know what? This is my costume. I saw it like thirty minutes ago. I saw your picture on Facebook, and this is I'm I'm dressed up for tonight. You know? <laughs> but anyway, so when I found those pictures, they were dated January of two thousand two. So when did you enter? Were you there oh interning for nine eleven, or were you afterwards? Um, no, it would have been 2006, actually. Well, that that, that later. Yeah, because I graduated in high school in 2004. Okay. And I was 20, turning 21 when I interned with you guys. So 2006, 2007, actually. Okay, so 2007. And when you came, was Allison and Stephanie already there, or you were there yeah. before them? Yeah, yeah. Bec- because you left before they left i believe i i only knew stephanie because of this experience um but allison was on the show during that time when i was there and stephanie was the one who also brought in uh allison stephanie came to me and recommended allison and you did you come to me from the ohio school or from a college or university ohio school all right so tell us uh danielle clement what did your career path where is where has it taken you since 2006 Um, Not necessarily in the broadcasting realm. Um, I ended up actually moving to Nashville in 
oh my goodness, 12 years ago, um, 2008, I guess. And I've been here ever since. I did actually work in radio when I first moved here. Um, I was producer for just um, morning. I actually did betting. It was completely random, but I produced the show for like a year and a half. Um, and then I actually ended up going back to college at Middle Tennessee State University. And I graduated with a public relations degree. And I graduated in 2012. And that has since taken my life in completely crazy ways that back when I was interning with you, doing all the amazing things that I never imagined I was going to be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, but currently I am a realtor and I also have my own nonprofit. Um, I have a dance company for actually the last eight years. And that's right. You dance. Yes. I, yeah, I danced in college and, uh, a really random just class that I ended up taking ended up completely turning my life around. So for the last eight years, I have been um, the artistic director for a dance company and all my dancers have Down syndrome. Oh, okay. Um, and I started my own nonprofit from that. So that's where I'm at now. Real estate? I, I do like real estate. It's a interesting time right now. Um, yeah. You know, not every. <laughs> I have also raised guide dog puppies over here. This is one that didn't make it and now lives in my house. I actually have two and they only want to fight when, you know, I'm on camera and doing things that are semi-important in life. Right, you know? right. Um, but that's the sum of my life right now. Do you think, do you, I, does real estate excite you enough? I've, I've, I've thought about it and I have I have friends, so I'm, I'm, I'm asking, uh, provide enough uh, income uh, that you could do this and become very comfortable if you put yourself really into it? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. Especially um, Nashville's a really interesting market because depending on where you go, I mean, you could sell five houses a year and right, right, be completely right. comfortable, make more money than most people make in an entire year. Yeah, so. yeah. and that, that is, the th yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're selling $100,000 houses, Okay, you got to work pretty hard, but if you're selling yeah. million to three million houses, yeah, even half million dollar houses, you know, yeah. you sell it, you sell a handful of those a year, you're you're good. Yeah. Hey, and there's a lot of those in the Nashville area for sure. Talking to Danielle Clement, former intern on the Mike Trevisano show, going on to do bigger and better things. Number one, before I continue, the microphone is that yours, boyfriends? I mean, where are you right now? What are you doing so, with that? I have an office downstairs that is like cute and white and all the things. And he tells me today, he's like, you need, you need, you need, we've nicknamed his studio, the lab because okay. he just does all the things in here. So he's got the leg lamp. He's got the Browns helmet. He has the, like, this is all his, Okay. Well, the Browns helmet's mine. Cause you know, there you go. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm in his office tonight cause it just. It's all the things Ohio. So. And so he does voice work and stuff like that? He does voice work. Um, Kudos. That's what the business is all in. Yes. So he's doing voiceovers right now. And uh, another endeavor that we're actually encountering is doing, um, he's also a pilot. He has private pilot, private pilot's license. Uh -huh. And uh, something that we're doing right now is actually raising money to do angel flights. Um, Ooh, explain what that is. So Angel Flight is a nonprofit. They're all over the country. And the premise for them is to um, 
move either people or things that need to be moved quickly, um, all health related. So in the next two weeks, he's literally moving. Um, he's taking someone from Memphis to Atlanta, who is eventually going to go to Jacksonville to do some type of treatment for about 10 days. And then he'll bring her back with a companion. Um, he's also going to be taking someone um, from Atlanta to Nashville who has a liver transplant. Um, he is wow. number one on the waiting list for a one-year-old girl in Tennessee who actually, um, she needs a heart. And he is also going, he has two trips scheduled in the next two weeks to move COVID-19. We think probably testing something around, we don't exactly know, um, but moving them from Macon, Georgia to Nashville. So that's also an endeavor that we're doing right now. We right. do a lot of things. I, because so. I, I know you, and I know that you were always, even when you were interning on the show, you were always big on charity work. You yeah. know, going out and, and helping people and, and being there, and, which is absolutely fantastic. All right, two questions before you go. And again, we appreciate your time. Number, I got a question before she goes, too. Okay, okay well, go, go, go ahead, because I'm, mine will be the, the final one when she goes. But go ahead. All right, all right. Where you are we ask everybody this in this do you know anybody personally that has tested positive um i know someone whose dad was already not in the best of health who has actually passed away oh my condolences um, yeah they he passed and he was in isolation because they just didn't know what was going on he was not in good health he's older um i want to say he was in his early 80s but after he passed they tested him and he did test positive for covid um, we also have a friend of a friend whose wife had actually passed from it also. So yes, it's, 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 it's the, it's the argument or the discussion of now people that have died of it yeah. or people that have died with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, older people that would have had a heart attack or would have died from their cancer or whatever else, or their or their their lung disease uh that helped them but it's you know what are the numbers so that we have a better understanding of how we can open up and, and make our own decisions about our own lives i'm an older guy i got two heart valves replaced i understand what my risks are so i'm going to watch where i go and what i do and, and that's just the frustration now it's like come on we all know the risks. Yeah, I just saw today on the news that they were talking about um, of the whole U.S. There's only, I think, like six states that, according to like the CDC, are um, on track to fully open. And Tennessee is actually one of them. Yeah. Um, are you going to go out? Are you afraid? Yeah. Have you been quarantined? Have you been quarantined or have you been the state of Tennessee? Have they have you been out or what, what's been going on as, as far as your business? You work from home. Give um, us an update there. Yeah, I've been out and it's I wear a face mask. I don't go out without wearing one. Yeah, um, me too. A football game. No, I'm not even going to go to a restaurant. Yeah, no time soon. No. No. My, my boyfriend works in the music industry, so I wish the answer was yes, that we're actually going to go to a concert, but no. <laughs> and that seems to be the base problem. It's like, how are yeah. we going to get back if the population has been so concerned, scared, worried, yeah. whatever, put the word in, uh, how do you come back from being so scared? 
Right? Yeah, the, it's, a, it's a population. The direct surrounding area that I live in, like my community has been pretty lightly affected. But if you go south 20 minutes, I wouldn't go to a grocery store down there. There's no way. That's like the hot zone of Nashville right now. And it's, I mean, I'm healthy and younger, but that doesn't mean anything. I don't know how my body's going to, if something were to happen, I don't know how my body's going to take it. Correct. Right. Talking with Danielle Clement, former intern on the Mike Trevisano Show on our Where Are They Now segment. All right, before you go, Danielle, um, bucket list. We all talk about them. What have you done so far on your bucket list? Oh, you should have told me this before. I ah, have- that's why I like that. I like to throw you a curveball. And my bucket list literally written out. Because um, I was going to—that was going to be the, the follow-up question. What is it on your bucket list that you still haven't done that you still want to do? Um, I would love to go to Australia. So whatever takes me there, whatever I got to do to get there would be great. Um, me I too. actually, yeah, and I have went, family there. Me too. Oh, how fun! Well, you—you yeah. got a place to stay. Um, I actually, I can't say it was necessarily on a bucket list, but it was an amazing experience. I went to Egypt two wow. years ago. Um, I went to Cairo. I saw the pyramids and uh, I was there for about five days. And it was safe to say it was pretty life-changing because some people think we've got it rough in the U.S. And then you go to another country and you really, you and really. Eat, and, and eat in a diner over there. I did, and it didn't yes. go well. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I should have brought more snacks for myself. Yes. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Do they, do they in general, have air conditioning? I mean, it sounds like something simple for us um, over here, but I mean, from what I understand, a lot of a lot of some countries don't even have air conditioning. Yeah, where I stayed, we did have air conditioning. I don't imagine everybody does. One thing that I definitely took notice, they do not have sanitation. They do not have a garbage man coming to pick your garbage up. So you'll be driving down the street and there's a lot of high rises and there's just trash. Wow. Do you like, I, do you like the uh, toilets that are holes in the floor with, with your footprints? Um, so funny you say that because I've actually used one of those. Yes. <laughs> My brother, not in Egypt though, they actually have the Western toilets as right. they're called. Okay. Um, but my brother lives in China and about a year and a half ago, we actually went over there and we were at the zoo and I had to use one of those. My mom and I did. We still talk about it now. (laughs) (laughs) Danielle Clement, uh, on our, where are they now segment? Uh, thank you so much. I got to tell you, you still look freaking 22 right now. (laughs) You know what? makeup on i have my jams going i got a little drink like this is the highlight of my day <laughs> that's right i got, got all dressed up for the all-star cafe daniel thank you so so Here, much for joining us and uh good luck with you on your future endeavors good luck and uh, it's just so good to see you doing and i always knew that you were going to be you were a go-getter i could tell you know, there's a different ones there's a different ones who came from the broadcasting school who just oh dude i want to be in radio but then there were other people who came in and they had a plan, they had a vision. And even though they didn't, they went on in life and didn't have the career to just uh, be in radio, we like to know where their career path took them. And it seems like uh, you're, you are literally flying high 
And we want to thank you so much for joining us on the All-Star Cafe, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Danielle Clement, take care, love. On the uh, GLC All-Star Cafe, I did see Chuck Aletti in there somewhere. Bye Bye now. I did see Chuck. He's been popping in and out. And he popped back in. But again, he's, you know, Chuck, he's like technically inclined. I noticed his little microphone button. It's that he might have had the same problem that I was having earlier. Because I know I downloaded the new version. Right. um, and, and, And it took me for the call earlier with you to test to see that it was working properly. And yeah. A little, it, little tiny button that changed it. Yeah. It took me a couple of things. By the way, I got to give kudos to females because I've had this wig on now for about an hour and it's hot than a son of a bitch. They, you look like you used to when you worked at WJW <laughs> when you had your Jerry, Jerry girl. girl. It, it's a little that bit longer. Right than you used to wear it but it certainly looks as slick don't put your headphones on you'll cover them with grease that's not right that's wrong in so many ways we're talking talking to two boys in wigs tonight you gotta be nice (laughs) yeah listen all all i can say is i'm i'm itchy i'm hot i got the windows open but of course, I decide to wear this on the hottest night of the year so far for oh, this Lord. this season. And I, I, I kudos to you females because I got oh. the, I can't wait to get this crap off my eylashes and my you know. My... And, and an older question that you said earlier, uh, and, and it was funny. Yes, I was out there taking the covers off of my air conditioners today. And the air conditioner in my bedroom is running right now at 72 to bring it down because it was like humid and after all the rain and then the sun came out and it got so humid. So, yes, tonight is the first night that I've run the air conditioner. Yeah, because I came in from pickleball and even though I had the windows, I opened the windows because pickles like to sit out uh, uh, and stand by the balcony to you know, look at the birds and stuff out there. And... So I open up, I always open up, and because we're quarantined, so I'm trying to, you know, ventilate the house, I open up the door, the sliding glass door in the living room, and then I open up the sliding glass door in my bedroom. And I said, okay, this will get a nice little ventilation going in the home. And then I I left out at 9.15, I played pickleball from 10 to 10.45, uh, came home, got a burger, got back home about uh, 2 o'clock, and it was hot as hell in here so i immediately closed the sliding glass doors and the one thing about pickles is she will not complain when you give her air conditioning because she loves to be cool she'll lay right there by the air conditioning and so that's what i did i just said okay that's it i've had enough i'm turning on the ac because now i'm tired from playing pickleball i want to go take a nap both both of you joe first do you like to sleep cold and cover up to get warmer or are you like uh no i like i like warm and cozy oh heck oh heck no heck no uh it's got to be exactly 70 degrees at night um and then i'm under the blanket and I, i i guess i have a term some people refer to as menopause uh i'll get hot i'll get hot i throw those covers to the side and then I kick, and then I bring him back, and I'm freezing. That's me. Throw it to the side, and I bring me. it back about three or four times. Um, but 
I got the fan blowing. We got a fan blowing next. Oh, to I have back. to. I have to have a fan. That's the other thing. I have to have a fan. White noise. I yes. have to have white noise in the room, or I can't sleep. If it's totally quiet and I hear little creaks and cracks and stuff, it's like no, 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 no. Yeah, that, that's well, the what. The one thing we have is we have a little button on the bed, and it vibrates. God, right. that it does. <laughs> like, the, like the magic fingers that you. How old are you, Joe? Forty-seven. Okay, that you you may have stayed in the motels with the magic fingers. They were the little the uh, uh, coin that you that put a quarter in it. That was a long time ago. That was like an earthquake. Oh, oh yeah. But you this, put a quarter. Yeah, you like, put a quarter in it, and the bed would. Uh oh. This is this is a te- this is a pedic So okay, it's, okay. It's the nice one. All right, we got somebody who just zoomed in. Is that Carlita? Hello. 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 Oh, hold on. Let me let me put a uh, me put my ear. Can't hear you. Hear you. Hello, hello. See the audience well, can't can't see. Her. I can see when someone else zooms in, and uh, but her audio is not working. So that's why, if she doesn't, if her audio doesn't work, then the video will not go over to her. So uh, okay, now she's doing some testing and stuff. But anyway, so real quick. Guys, for me, Joe, it's so funny you say that because I do the same thing. I have to be at a certain temperature. Number one, I cannot be hot under my neck or my head. My face can't be hot. Otherwise, I'm miserable. So, basically, I lay there. Now, I I generally sleep in the nude, okay? And I do the same thing. I have the, I to put the cover over me. And then I get warm. Then I take it off the top half of me where it's just from my waist down. And I'm laying there all natural from the waist up. And I feel pretty good. And then all of a sudden I get a little chilly. So then I take the cover. Then I take the big comforter off and I just have the sheets on. And then sometimes I have to put the comforter on because I'm I'm, chilly. I'm the the opposite. I got to wear a shirt. You got to wear a shirt? Naked naked waist down, fine. But if I'm... If, if I don't have a shirt on and like my my shoulders out of the out of the covers in the middle of the night, uh, I'll sometimes get, you know, shivers because I have like skin exposed, you know, and I've got the fan blowing and whatever else. But under the covers, no, uh, waist down, nothing. Nah. And the other thing, Bill, uh, is uh, you were talking about the, the fan with the white noise. I like music playing and i have the speakers in my headboard and everything and i play nice music you know i got a nice eclectic thing of everything house and hip-hop and slow and just whatever comes on you know if i don't like it yes everything and 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 i've been doing oldie but goodies lately with the 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 dramatics the dales the stylistics the shy lights enchantment the isley brothers oh i've just been having a grand old time do you have a do you have a playlist by the way joe do you know his dying wish is and i'm carrying this if he passes before me his dying wish is when he's laid to rest he wants his ipod or a music an mp3 player filled with sam cook earbuds and that's the way he wants to go in the ground that's right that sounds that sounds like a pretty simple request yes it is listen i want let me let me check on the other zoom person hey zoom person are you there Okay, Zoom person, you have no video, no audio, so I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I have 
Joe, Sam Cooke makes me cry. When I hear Sam Cooke, I get emotional. He is the number one artist for me. If I could be anywhere on an island, retired, and they told me I could have one artist, that artist would be Sam Cooke. So I told Bender, I said, listen, when I am laying there, because I want to be cremated, I think. So if they lay me out for the funeral, that's fine. But I said, when it's over, before they close that casket, walk up to me. The MP3 player will be laying on my chest. The earbuds will be in my ear. Make sure it's fully charged. Hit play. And then you can go ahead and close the casket and burn my black ass after that. Oh, do what you got to do. Oh, the heck with that. During the viewing, with the open casket, we're going to, like, paste, have, have them paste a huge grin on your face. <laughs> and we're going to have it playing so as people come up, they can hear it. We're having a party. party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I, I said to myself, because I'm a comedian all the time, and I said to myself, couldn't you imagine the people running the hell out of that funeral place if all of a sudden my body started moving and grooving and saying, good plan? Here's a good idea. Hey, if it's going to happen, I think it would happen with you. Yeah, I know. I know. I said to myself, I would love to. I would love as a parody the people to be at my funeral, and all of a sudden now, my, then you hit play, and like, 20 to 30 seconds later, all of a sudden, my body starts moving, and it starts grooving. Having fun. <laughs> People would run the hell out of there. Let me give somebody, here's the Zoom ID number for anybody that want to join in. We don't have a lot of time tonight. We just want to come and hang out for an hour or so. I'm waiting on one other guest, and if he doesn't get here by 10.05, then the hell with that. I'm going to let you guys go enjoy the rest of your night. I'm going to go in there and do what I was talking about with the uh, – with the with the I've turned the air off now, because uh, I know I'll get some ventilation as soon as I take this friggin' wig off my head. So hot, but I'm gonna now is the time when I get the Saturday show done. That's when I know I can really relax. Cause Sunday, as Joe knows, because he's tried to call me and talk business a couple of times. I told him, I said, Joe, I love you, but Sunday is veg day for me. I do not talk business. I do not work on business. I do. I don't talk technical. I don't nothing. I like to e- exist on Sunday, and I'm going to have me some prime rib. I'm going to go, Bill. I'm coming over to your area. I'm going to Old Carolina, and I'm going to get me a pint of their baked beans with the meat. Okay. Hey, do you like coleslaw? Uh, yes, but it doesn't like me. It gives me the the runs. If you understand oh, what I'm saying. Oh, it it has to be. Uh, if it's wet. Now, you give me the drier coleslaw, uh-huh. I'm okay. But you give me the one with the cream and... No, they, they, oh. the uh, uh, Culver's, the new burger place, Culver's. Oh, there he is. Look at that. There he is. There's our guest. Let's go. The bike man. Let's go to the Zoom right, video uh, right now. Ahead. We got Dan Aloha. Fike. Dan Fike. Dan Fike, former offensive lineman for the Cleveland Browns. Who is rich and like living in Maui or something right now? How you doing, Dan? Well, I'm poor and and living with my daughter in Maui. How about that? <laughs> there you go. But you're living in Maui. That's good. Well, it's it's uh, good to be around the grandbabies, so they keep me active. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dan, turn your camera sideways so we can get a full view of you. Okay. Uh, some of the trees. That's okay. And then- no, no, but turn the camera sideways. Turn your phone sideways. He wants to see more of you, Dan. 
We want to see more of you. Yeah, just turn the phone sideways, Dan. No. Okay. I don't know if you can. Can you hear me? I can hear you great. Yes, but turn your phone to the side. I see him great. That's good. No, but he'll get a full, he'll get a full 16 by 9 if he turns it sideways. But that's okay. That's good. So so how's Dan Fike been doing? Dan, uh, Dan's trying to be the best he can be. Uh, just hanging out, taking care of the grandbabies and with the family, and uh, we're doing well. We're uh, doing well. There you go. Okay, that that's perfect right there. That is gorgeous where you are right now. Look yeah, at that. I love the shirt, too. Okay, what time of the day is it in, in Maui right now, Dan? It is uh, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, you're just living the life. Hey, Dan. I'm, you, I'm, I'm sitting on the bay, Dan, and I tell you, if you were back here, you would just be shocked at the at the height of the water. It is just higher than anybody has seen it here in the last ten plus years, and it just keeps. I, keep I, I know it's been pretty high. I know it's been pretty high. Yeah, we we don't even have the docks in yet. I mean, nobody's doing anything yet. Uh. A lot of people itching to get out with the virus and stuff, but you know it's it's quiet, quiet on the water. Well, there's uh, last I heard that there was only virus on the water if you were on a cruise ship. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> true. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, there's Carlita. How you doing? <laughs> Hello, Carlita. Hi. How are you guys? Good. We can hear you. I apologize. I've been uh, busy. That's okay. That that's quite all right. That's Dan Fike. He's out in Maui. It's four o'clock in the afternoon in Maui right now, Carlita, where Dan is. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hello. Enjoying are you in Hawaii? Yes, I am. I'm jumping on a plane. <laughs> yeah. Right now we here here's something's crazy. We can't fly back. They were they don't have any flights going back stateside. Wow. Oh, wow. How long is that going to be for? Um, <laughs> right now, right now, the earliest we can get out is like the first of July. Whoa! Wow! What happens, Darn, I wish what, I what happens if you were in a in a hotel paying your paying your way? I mean, it would cost a fortune. Well, luckily I'm not. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily I'm not, but. Uh, We've been doing well. I mean, it's been uh, kind of crazy. The beach has actually opened up for sunbathing today. Okay. And of course, I'm not there. Uh, we're going to go there tomorrow and uh, go hang out with the babies at, at the beach and go swimming. Yeah, isn't that something? Dan Fike is stuck in Maui. He has to stay in Maui until at least July. I mean, I feel so bad for him, you know. Dan, any any shortages? I mean, you know, the old, the ubiquitous toilet paper. But since you're on an island and everything's got to be delivered, uh, ship or plane, anything in real short supply? Um, we had plan A, B, and C in place. Um, but nothing's in short of supply right now. Um, they just opened up some of the shopping plazas. Uh, I think Monday and some others are opening up this coming week. Um, I can't wait for the barbershops to open back up because I've got a pair of clippers here that we use for the dogs. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't think I would do a real good job on my own hair. 
Yeah, you should see see benders. <laughs> I I can tell. You know what I did? I had a couple of people come to the spa in the last two days, and I have cut their hair, and it was so long. And you oh opened goodness. up today, right? Yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. Yeah, but Dan. Go ahead, Dan, Joe. I wanted to ask you who uh, who's watching your dogs. They're here with us. Ooh. Really, all of them? Yeah, we brought. Well, we only we were only down to two. Uh, the other four oh pet away starting last year, um, and then we brought one cat with us. Oh yeah. my god! We have two dogs and a cat. Wow! Talking to Dan Fike out in Maui, and of course, Carlita Renee has joined us on the GLC All Star Cafe on a Saturday night. Dan, here's the funny thing, Dan. We have not talked football on this show probably since March when we got when when they, when they quarantined us, and these guys have not been here since then. We have not talked football. We had the draft happen. It was so bad, Dan, that Bender texts me and he goes, "Who do you think is going to be the first pick?" And I and I text back, "First pick of what?" <laughs> and he said the draft and I went Bender and I just, I just put LOL I had I had totally forgotten because of everything that was going on I'd forgotten all about the damn draft then when it was close to the Browns pick I got another text from him saying the Browns are up next so I went over to ESPN I looked at the pick okay great and then again no offense Dan but I, I like the sexy picks I like when they pick a quarterback or a wide receiver or a running back but but for the first time in I don't know how many years, we were stacked at those three positions. And so they went for an offensive lineman, and I said, okay, great. And that was that. And we and we never did really talk about it on the show. Uh, your opinions on the season. And right now, would you go to a game if they had one, Dan? Well, it all depends on when I can get back. But uh, uh, from what I'm hearing right now, they have plans in place to um, play basically it's like a virtual game the teams show up the referees show up the media shows up no fans are allowed in the stadium um, and that would be a real you know it'd be like I don't know who's got a home game or not because there's no there's no crowd noise to worry about but, uh, yeah I, I don't know we'll see how things progress and uh this is one of those moments in history where, um, you know, we all have to try to just get by as best we can for right now. Are you are you personally because I know you and, and we we both have health issues, too. And are you concerned personally now after now three months or whatever? What is what is your core feeling at the moment? Um. <sighs> Because we've all been scared. We've all been made to be afraid. Okay. Now we've been afraid. Now we're looking at the at the at the numbers or the facts or and they keep changing. So where are where's Dan Fike today as far as on the fear scale? I don't I am not afraid of it. I think I probably had it back in December because I was sick for you know ten days. Yeah, me too. Me too, and a lot of other people. I, yes. So, uh, yes, I was coughing and hacking and 
fever and the whole thing for about 10 days. But um, if you wash your hands, you eat right, you get plenty of liquids, you get plenty of sleep, you know, the way things work in this world is nothing's, you know, nothing's for granted other than death and taxes, I guess. But, um, Diamonds. I just think, is it overblown? Is it worse than the normal flu? I heard it's more dangerous than the normal flu, but, you know, it's not as many people that have it. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I got a sports-related question for you. Um, I'm Joseph down in southern Florida. Uh, hey, Joseph. It's nice to meet you. Um, I think I've seen you play football back in the old municipal stadium uh, over here. Yeah, it is. Here it normally, he doesn't have all that long hair. No, no, this is not like that. This, this is, is a costume co- night. It, it, it's, this is a costume party. See, Dan, it, it, it's costume yes, night. And Dan, you got to admit, I'm freaking hot right now, right? I can't see you too well, Marty, but it looks like you need to go to the barbershop, too. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead with your question, Joe. Okay, so down here, down down here over the uh, this week, during this week, I should say, um, we had a little bit of a situation with DeAndre Baker from the New York Giants and Quentin Dunbar from the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know if you know anything about it, uh, but possibly Marty and uh, uh, Bill does, as well as Carlita. Um, it's basically some guys that uh, – had a bad situation at a uh, at a game and, and at a at a card game, and it turned into something pretty dire. Um, I don't. It doesn't look like any of you guys are even acknowledging or even know what I'm talking about. I heard they uh, held some people at gunpoint or something down there in Florida. Yeah. So my question is, um, have you heard about that, or have any of you heard about that? And what is your opinion about it? Because it was not far from where I live. It, it was in uh, Miramar. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Oh my gosh. So. Well, I heard I about didn't it. Hear all. Anything. Um, and you know, like Forrest Gump would say, "Stupid is as stupid does." Yep. <laughs> yep. Been there to start with. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I things are different than when I grew up, and uh, there's a lot more violence out there, I think, than it was, you know back when I was in my teens and 20s and um, you know lifestyle is different people's thought processes are different Uh, I don't know a whole I don't know a lot of current football players so I don't have a chance to sit there and pick their brain about why somebody would be in that particular situation and, and why would they be carrying a gun anyway you know that's just asking for trouble I think yeah I I totally agree that that's the problem and yeah, not that area is wrong. It's just uh, I don't know. It's just it's out of my my realm. Let's put it that way. The bottom line is there are people who there are people who j- some people do not like to lose. A there are other other amount of people who do not like to be cheated, and it turns them into a lunatic. And when you have those two things. One when the ones that who don't who are sore losers, and then the other when someone thinks you're cheating, that's when the trouble starts. And I saw it when I was growing up in the hood, and they would play craps and things like that, and and people would get shot 
over $2. You know, the guy didn't want to pay the $2 and he ends up shot. So that's the thing with me. You've got people, you got all types of people. Some people can gamble and, and, and lose and say, hey, okay, I had a great time. But then you got other ones who are sore losers, particularly if the person who took their money is like ribbing them a little bit, you know. And then again, you got the people who think you're cheating and they are convinced you're cheating, even if you're not cheating. And all of a sudden the guns come out and the pow, pow, pow. And that's the problem with that, you know. Yeah. I just wanted to ask that question. I didn't mean to put you on the spot by asking that, but I, I, I know you're a football player, so I figured you probably, you know, have some experience in reference to that regard. So thank you for even uh, entertaining the topic. We never worried about guns back then. We never had to worry about cell phones. We never, for the most part, everybody I played ball with, we all were home at a decent hour. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, like I said, in a different era, different time, different guys, different circumstances. So, but anyway, that's my thought. When you come back, Dan, please, we've been trying for like three seasons now. When you get back, let's have that barbecue. You, me, Bender, okay? Uh, Have have that (laughs) the barbecue. Of course, you, Carlita. That's if you can get away, you know, have the business to run. Working girls, she may not be able to make it to the barbecue. That's what I said because she's got that business going and she's doing gangbusters right now that they finally back up. People have been stuck in their houses for two months. They want to get out and get their nails done, get their toes done, get, they, get a haircut. Target today to go get some nail polish for my toes. They're all out of polish, man. I, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Wow. And you know what's funny? Completely sold out. I couldn't find any extra hair weaves to, you know, blend my hair in a little. <laughs> I, I was doing, I was All doing right. so many, uh, so much waxing, um, like waxing. I did a lot of mustache work, beard work. I did a ton of. I just done. I've done so you're, much. You had mustaches and beards. I took care of the mustaches, women and men. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! What the hell happened? Oh my god! I think the women, the women were more mad because they were they were more sensitive. The guys are used to it, but I waxed so many people, I could braid it and throw it over their shoulder. That's how long that was. <laughs> wow, you got to see a lot of people's not natural hair color then, didn't you? You know what? I went through so much bleach because there were my blondes. They were grown out like so much, but they even went to the store and they tried bleaching their own hair. A lot of them started wearing like scarves and different things to like uh, cover up. So they didn't show as much. They were wearing hats more, hoodies. So they were just trying to like, you know, go with the flow. And it was, it was, it's been crazy the last couple of days, but I feel extremely blessed with what's been going on. That's all I could say. We've been extremely busy. And uh, Dan, I'll personally talk to you like off the show too, but I um I have a new venture that I'm doing once again, and uh, I'm in the process of doing it. So it's it's been going really well, and I think uh, you're familiar with the area. So I um that's that's been going really good for me though. But I I took a client this evening, and I tried working on them 
So then I could just come home after work and not take an hour break and then stay at the spa for an extra hour and a half. So I moved them up this evening and then that's what happened. So I apologize I was late, you guys. Quite all right. You must have had a long day because you're still wearing sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ripped my clothes off and I just got done eating. We're eating every night around like 9, 9.30 at night. So just got done. I ate a little bit of soup and uh, I'm incognito in my sunglasses. Real quick, Carlita, did they uh, uh, I get you in a second, Dan? Carlita, did the, everybody who come in to uh, that had an appointment or came into your salon, did they have on the mask? And if they didn't, did you require them to? I, of course, have to wear the mask. But I did not require. I told him, I said, can you please wear a mask when you come in? And um, I had four people leave. They didn't want to wear a mask. And the one lady was actually coughing. And uh, I asked her to put the mask on, please. And she just said it was a smoker's cough. But... Uh, I just told her I'm not going to be able. I had to. I had to tell her that she had to go. So, she just said she's going to write really bad reviews about me, and that I was very rude. But you know, Dan, you had something before we let you go. The salon not opened here in Hawaii yet, so um, we'll see. That's probably going to be one of the last openings they'll have. Is the the. Workout facilities and salons are going to be the last thing to open up here. Yeah, all the gyms open up on the 26th. Yes. And uh, I started doing this, like, boxing stuff, like, about a year and a half ago. So I can't wait for that to start opening again. And then the um, the tattoo, everybody like that is open as of yesterday. And a uh, couple other things. But I think what they're doing is they're testing – to see how many people out of respect cover up and they do wear masks. But I have a gut feeling that it, we're gonna be getting closed down again. I I just have a, a gut feeling like it's not gonna be much longer. And I think that they're gonna close us down again. But then there'll be riots in the streets, I think. I, I agree. I was just gonna say, I, but I, I, I hesitated, but saying if DeWine, DeWine and and the doctor try to close Ohio down more, there'll be revolt. It's not going to be good. There'll be revolt. It'll be like, oh, you're, you're going to uh, handcuff me and take me to jail for cutting <laughs> this guy's hair? Do it. Do it. And these, and then, it, oh, yeah. And, and, then call, and then call the media. And these, a lot of these businesses have been struggling to survive all this time, and now – you know, places like Dominic with the Eastland Inn, they finally get to open for full service next weekend. And to to take that away from them after that, then you're gonna you're gonna you're asking for huge trouble if oh, you yeah. do that to these small businesses. So I think once it opens, unless it's catastrophic numbers, yeah. then I think I believe that they will stay open because I don't think they a, want the headache. How about, a, how about a correlation? We're all adults, we have been educated. We know what we should do. We know what we need to do. It's a correlation like with cigarettes. How? I mean, with all of the warnings, with all, is there anybody on the planet that doesn't know that cigarettes can lead to cancer and can kill you? But it's still a free choice. 
yeah. a free choice to go out to get your hair cut, to know what the risks are now that we get educated about it. Is there anybody on the planet that doesn't know about this COVID-19 virus right now? And no, another thing, we're trained for this. We're trained for, you know, we're trained for sanitation. We're completely trained for, with the Barbicide Plus, with the alcohol, with the sanitizer. We're, we're already trained. We're right underneath the doctor's test when we go to take a cosmetology test or a nail technician test or an aesthetic test. We're trained to, you know, to properly dispose if there's anything, if people are sick. I mean, we we already know. That's why we shouldn't have had to be closed this long. We, we the filterization system that is in my facility cost me eight thousand six hundred bucks, and I don't even do freaking acrylic. But we place. We've it never been cleaner. We've never, as a country, as a society. Holy crap! Has, have we ever been as as conscious about it? Okay, let us go see. Let us go live. Come on. This I agree. With, I agree with you completely. But also, by the same token, just like what Carlita had mentioned, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cut you off, Bill. I'm sorry. No. If you were, no, 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 no. Go. Um, but what you had mentioned earlier, though, when the the, the one person came in and, and then you asked a pretty simple thing that someone should already know what to do. Um, about having a mask. And then it turned into a negative situation for that person, unfortunately, not understanding it, but I can understand your perspective. It's what you want. Do you want the customers to respect the other customers at this point until we know that we're gonna be more safe? But it, it, it's not, It's it, my question for you, Carly, would be, was your reaction to the mask not being worn um, because you were concerned or you were fearful <clears throat> or, or was it because you were concerned about that if the person didn't have the mask on, that it would be a problem and you could maybe be, you know, shut down or whatever the current restrictions are. Okay. So she was in the parking lot. She walked in and she was smoking, flicked her cigarette in the parking lot. It's a no smoking parking lot right there. I thought, how skeevy is she? so disrespectful because i don't smoke i don't drink i don't go out you know what i mean but i don't disrespect people's property either so when i asked her to please put a mask on because my front door was open my back door has been open for the last two days my fan is on up in the ceiling sucking everything out my air is so clean i'm burning sage i'm trying to do the best that i could do and what's happening you're in the light What's happening is um, what I'm doing is explaining to her how important it is not to come into a facility and take a chance, have a little respect. Not I had two people, my daughter and another guest checking out. Do you want to know that client was leaving me a $10 tip on a $22 service Yeah, that was in front of her when I asked her to please put her mask on? The client that was checking out paying, she had a $22 lip wax or a eyebrow design. She was tipping me 10 bucks, which was a huge tip also cut from a $22 service. She felt so bad that this woman treated me like crap that she then gave me a $50 tip instead ah. of a 10. She marked out the 10, 
wrote $50 tips. She goes, I hope I paid partially for her service. You don't need trash like that in here. Your place is way too beautiful and you're protecting not only your child and your dogs, but you're protecting me too as a customer. She goes, and I thank you for that. And I just, I thought, how rude and cold can this woman be? You know what I mean? I don't know. I've been going into stores no one's wearing them. This is what I, I, I do in stores. How you, yeah. It, how you nice, nice man. Go ahead, Dan. I, I'm going to uh, have to get off here, but uh, it's good talking to everyone. Good seeing you on, on the phone. And everyone stay safe, stay healthy. Carlita, keep doing those toes and waxes and fingernails and hair. And, and Marty, go get a haircut. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I need it. It's just going way too long. Dan Fike, former offensive lineman for the Cleveland Browns. Dan, up in beautiful, down in beautiful, over in beautiful Maui. Make sure when you do come home, Dan, you get home safe, okay? And we'll talk more when you get back in town. All right. Sounds good, brother. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Dan Fike joining us here on the GLC All-Star Cafe. All right, Carlita, so business was good then the last couple of nights? Uh, that's your business? Yes, it's been so good. And can I just say thank you to this lady that made these. Lisa Hagel. Yeah, thank you very much. I, now, now, you have, what do you have? You have Indian? Now she I has have Cavaliers. I have, I have an Indian's one as well, and it's, it's very sharp, you know? Oh, yeah. I, the, I, I, this, is, this is my go-to when I go to the post office or whatever. Yours looks good on you. I mean, it fits your face perfectly. <laughs> Except for down here, the beard. See, I got to get, gotta get this. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> we've been, just all the clients that came in, um, we were able to, accommodate and do every client and what i actually did is i let certain people work so we we only brought in one client at a time and then we didn't have anybody bringing extra people with them only the people that were getting services done but anywhere from hair color to massages facials people's fingernails were so long their toenails <laughs> oh my gosh, their toenails were so long they were curling over their foot. You would not believe how long they were. <laughs> but I got to believe that in a salon, that would spur some really great conversations about what they've been doing and what they've had to put up with and, you know, that, that kind of stuff. You know what? I opened up all the doors. You know, I opened both the doors and I put the fan on. I had the water fountain on. And I was just playing jazz music, real calm. Yeah. Chilling out. Some of those women did not even want to leave to go back home to their husbands. <laughs> and the husbands that were in with us, they sure as heck didn't want to go home to their wives. <laughs> it's the barber shop. It's the barber shop. You know. They the, were. The model. They were loving it. They loved getting away. Because they've been <laughs> stuck with each other for two months with the with the with the significant other, with the kids, with the dogs. You know, a lot of people, like I said in, in past weeks, they like to go to the to their favorite watering hole after work because they know when they go home, they got to do the man the, the man duties. You know, the honey do list. They got to be with the kids. They got to they got to have life. So it's being able to go to Harry's Steakhouse after work and have a cocktail or two and see their friends and talk about life and whatever the team sports and whatever. Then they go home, but to be stuck there 
all this time. They haven't been able to go to the club. You got the younger people who like the, the younger males who like to go to the shake em up, shake em up club, you know. They can't do that. Nobody could do anything. So I'm just happy that we're going to get back to some semblance of normalcy. Starting next weekend, I believe it'll be now finally the restaurants like Dominic's Place will be able to uh, now have people come in and sit down. I noticed that Great Northern Mall, I went past, I was over in that area today, and they were packed. I mean, they're doing business. And then I saw Chuck Booms, which, of course, we had Lower the Booms on every Wednesday, 1245 on the show, uh, was talking about how JCPenney and Macy's were, like, shutting down for good. Is that true? Bankrupt, yeah. Wow. Because they were hanging on by a thread in the first place. So this probably killed them, you know, to the fact that they can't recover from this. So, and I, and I, I just feel bad for that. But he was spouting and he was talking, Marty, make sure you tweet this out and then share it. I'm talking about Wednesday. So I understand. The world goes, the business goes on. When I go, all my friends, you guys, I'll say, God, I can't believe Marty's gone. But after a week, you got to go on. You got to pay the bills. You got to work. And that's just the way it is. People are going to pass. People are going to die. The world is going to continue to go on whether we hear or not or whether we like it or not with numbers and everything. We got to get back to some sense of, of, of getting this country moving again, guys. Yeah, we do. I got, a question. Really... I got a question for you, Carlita. Yes. Last time they asked you about how many people were natural blondes and you said 99%. <laughs> now, after the last day or two, do you want to revise that number? So, <clears throat> me, myself, I think I did 14 women before 1 o'clock yesterday morning. They were all lined up in the spa getting bleach. I could not believe they were actually, like, begging me for a formula to where that they, because, you know, they're so scared. They even... They've been flipping out because the husbands completely thought that they married a blonde. Like they had no clue that their <laughs> wife colored their hair. They were they because they get their hair colored every two weeks to hide the right. You know their the color. black. Right, right, right. It's been bad. The husbands were quite angry when they found out. That's why I think a lot of the women. What age, what, what age are these women that their husbands don't know <laughs> their hair color? And I mean, what are, are they waxing everywhere so they don't see their natural hair color down there? I mean, what? How old are these women? I mean, anywhere from in their early twenties to like you know they're like fifty-five, sixty-ish. People, <laughs> everybody, because even down there, some people. <laughs> We'll go in the bathroom and say, can we borrow some of the, the bleach? And they bleach things. They do everything. They leave that little landing strip. They'll wax everything else. <laughs> and then use Clorox. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then, like, I'm just like, wax on, wax off. You know what I mean? I'm like, wax city. I went through, like, three bags of waxing beads. Maron, there was so much you have no clue what I've gone I've through. I've never been waxed. Does it hurt? Oh, I can tell. Yeah, does it hurt? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Does it hurt, Carlita? I do myself, like every four weeks, five weeks. Is it but, like ripping off a band-aid? Do it yeah. quick? Yes. And you know what? 
it feels so soft and smooth. <laughs> I can't even. It's the most beautiful feeling even for me. Like I can't sleep with myself. Oh, you're selling my it, girlfriend. Legs have like a stubble at all. <laughs> you're selling so it. I wax my legs like every I don't know every like three four weeks. Any like anyone who knows me, I flip out if I've got a stubble on my leg. Ooh, I don't like that. Bill, be- I, I have another technical question for you. What? The hair continues to grow after you rip it out by the roots with a wax? Yes. You have to wax it every area, every four. Yeah, but I mean, three. after so many waxes, does it stop growing? The little monkey gets bald when it gets older anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> like everything loses its the hair after. <laughs> when you're older, I mean, it eventually just like is... You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I, I, I can't help myself. Um, I never thought of hearing it called a little monkey. I was just concerned about, you know, the carpet matching the drapes. That was about as fast I could get. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, on that note... I can't wait to get out of this damn wig. I got to tell you, I was saying, Carlita, I don't know if, if I said it before you uh, joined us. I said, God bless you women who have this long hair because this stuff has been itching my ears and my head and it comes over my face and I'm hot. Pony, that's what ponytails are for. Holy crap. Or, or man buns. Now you got to put that up in a man bun. Yeah, now I'm glad. Now I remember why I went bald over 20 years ago. This is ridiculous. All right, let's go around the horn and get final comments from everybody. We'll start with you, Joe Alvello. Go. Have a good week. I'll see you midweek and whenever I see you on the flip side. All right, Carlita, you're next. Go. I am so sorry that I missed the show with you guys, most of it. But um, I hope all of you guys get your hair issue taken care of. And I hope everybody has a very healthy and stays strong and I miss everybody so much. Can't wait to be with you guys in person. And uh, I don't know. I don't, you know. <laughs> there you go. Bill Bender, you're up. Yeah. Uh, same. Just uh, stay well. Stay smart. Uh, exercise your right of freedom to do what you want when you want to do it and when you need to do it. And uh, just think of other people. Just be thoughtful you don't have to be ordered to do stuff uh and i know that tomorrow sunday i'm gonna watch nascar i'm not a nascar fan oh god i'm not i'm I'm really not but again i'm dying for for something competition so i'm going to be interested to see how they present it as a tv show so I'm going to watch that tomorrow. I think it's at 3.30 on Fox. Yeah, I saw, I was flipping channels yesterday, and on ESPN, <laughs> on ESPN, they had the Cornhole Championship <laughs> with no audience. No, no, nobody in the stands, but the guys throwing the cornholes both had masks on, you know, and they were having their competition. And I said, boy, what have, what have we come to? <laughs> but, you know, and, and I, I saw- I, I told saw the I saw, I'm sorry I saw the I saw the wrestling match the other night on TV. Yeah, I don't remember last I was living through, and that was just ludicrous. And I tell you what, though, I, and I got to say this as we get out of here, 
I when the YMCA opens back up on the 26th of May, I'll be going there to go. That's a Tuesday, so I'm definitely going swimming. I swim on Tuesdays, Thursdays, sometimes Saturdays. And I am not. I was already a germaphobe before this whole uh, uh, coronavirus thing came out. I haven't been in the men's locker room for over two years. I sure as hell ain't going in there now because there's nothing but old guys in there. And I am not going in there. I will continue to wear my mask all the way inside of the facility, all the way hey, to Marty, the, to the Marty, swimming pool. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up and look at, at Carlita. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, so. She's, she's putting it on her breasts. All over me. But what I do is I actually peeled my pink grapefruit and I'm squirting the oil from the back of the grapefruit all over your body. And then I give myself like a really good like, because I'm taking everything off, I'm getting ready to do a body scrub. So I, I take it in the peel and when you squeeze it, the oils from a citrus fruit, it's so beautiful for the skin. So even, even like for my face, you just like, you could take it and you could squeeze the oils out of the, the skin of a grapefruit or a lemon or a lime. And when you squeeze it, it feels so good. And you just like massage it in with like baking soda and Epsom salts and olive oil or grapeseed oil. Okay. You can continue. <laughs> it smells so good though. It's like real. I bet it does. I wish I, I wish I could put my nose there and smell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so nice. <sighs> On that note, guys, as always, thank you so much. The GLC All-Star Cafe every Saturday night from 9 to whenever the hell we get tired and get out of here. I can't wait to get this wig off. I'm going to do my Goldberry, but I'm going to keep the video up of Carlita so you guys don't say nothing, but I'm going to turn your sound down. Goldberry Roasting Company, I got to tell you, listen, uh, Joe Avello had some uh, fans watching him down in Florida, and one of the guys kept uh, uh, contacting me and said, hey, Big Daddy. Can I have some of that Goldberry Roasting Company? I said, listen, go to goldberryroasting.com, goldberryroasting.com, and talk to Pete. Pete will take care of you. Pete at goldberryroasting.com is his email. Pete at goldberryroasting.com. I talked about the Brazil, which has got a little sweetness to it. That's what I had here before the show and during the show. And then when you just need that extra pick-me-up, one of the things about me with uh, playing pickleball is that I used to play three, four hours a day every other day. Sometimes I do two fours, like two in a day. But because I wasn't swimming, swimming gave me the endurance to continue to play the pickleball. And the swimming will help my back and all this kind of stuff. But the point is, is that sometimes I just need a little extra pick-me-up. That's when you go for the Kenya AA at Goldberry Roasting Company. Goldberry Roasting, the best damn coffee you ever going to taste in your life. If you're a small business, you got clients that you're trying to close on. Bring them into the conference room and serve them some Goldberry Roasting Company and give them some of that Brazil or that Kenya AA. You're going to close the deal, baby. I'm telling you right now. Right now, go to goldberryroasting.com for your order. Goldberryroasting.com and 10% coupon if you put in Goldberry GLC. Goldberry GLC. Goldberry Roasting Company, the best damn coffee around. Goldberry Roasting. 
Com. I love you guys. Carlita, I think the audience has really appreciated this last minute. They probably didn't hear does, a thing does, I said about does, Goldberry, you know. Does Goldberry make any grapefruit coffee? I don't know, but I'm going to check because I need to, I'm need i going to send it right away to Carlita. Carlita, by the way, did you get the email, I mean the uh, mail I sent you? No, I did not get it yet. That's weird because I, I sent it like last week, like Monday. You should have it there somewhere. Well, big- I asked the mail man because we do have two new people doing the mail to us and uh i said i'm getting a package sent to me um have you gotten anything yet and they said no that's weird well i'm going to check because i sent one to you and one to my uh accountant bart slack so i'll see if he got his and if i know he got his and yours should be there somewhere just gotta look i know you probably get tons of mail so it's got to be there somewhere you know but it's something okay. i want you to take a look at so just so you guys are aware try your hardest to use aloe it's actually an anti-aging and it's amazing i do aloe vera aloe is beautiful yeah i love it product that makes your skin so like just beautiful is um lemon grapefruit and it brightens the skin if you're looking to remove like the dark circles from around the eyes use like fresh lemon oil from the skin you close your eyes and you squeeze it around and just like massage it in. As a um, if you guys, garlic. yeah, garlic I'm obsessed with. But oh, look what I did! Look what I did! I took garlic in two days, and it grew a root and a top. Look at how look at the root how big the root is. Uh-huh. So it's ready to go in the ground. So I have fresh garlic to rub in all of your beautiful eyes. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Joe Alvello, say good night. Good night. Good night, Joe. And Bill Bender, say good night. We'll see you later. See you on Wednesday. Wednesday at, at noon, unless they tell us I got another meeting. Love you guys. The GLC All-Star Cafe costume party. I can't wait to get this freaking thing off my head and this stuff off my <laughs> eyebrows. That'll do it for the GLC All-Star Cafe for Saturday night. See you guys uh, for you GLC All-Star Cafe fans. See you back here next Saturday. For you Galetti's Last Call fans, we'll see you Wednesday at noon right here on the GLC. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. And the world is coming back alive. The country is coming back alive. And it's a good thing for the economy, good thing for the company, good thing for my pot stock, too. See you guys. Love you.